ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وسلم كثيرا اما بعد we continue bi idnillah ta'ala with the um, the reading explanation of the aqidah of the two imams Abu Hatim al-Razi and Abu Zur'ah rahimahumullah ta'ala with the aqidah and the creed that they have said and mentioned that is a consensus with the various ulama scholars from various places in the lands and today inshallah we uh, we deal with the statement of the two imams rahimahumullah ta'ala wa anna allah azza wa jal ala arshihi ba'inun min khalqihi kama wasafa nafsahu fi kitabihi wa ala lisani rasulihi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bila kayfin ahata bi kulli shay'in ilma laysa kamithlihi shay'un the statement of the two Imams Taala is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is above his throne, separate from his creation, as he has described himself as a wajal in his kitab, in the Quran, and on the tongue of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, yani the Sunnah, Bila Kayf without the need of one to ask how and without asking how his knowledge encompasses everything and then they quote the statement of Allah in Surah Shura where he said Subhana, that there's nothing and none comparable or like unto him and he is the as-sami' the all-hearing and al-basir the all-seeing subhanahu wa ta'ala this is the portion that we're going to deal with uh, in the aqeerah to raziyain uh, today inshallah and that's point seven eight and nine as you have in front of you there point number one point one number one is Regarding this makta and this portion of Aqidah uh, Turaziyain, it comprises of some affairs. The first affair that it comprised that is contained and is dealt with here is Ithbatu Sifatul Ulu Lillahi Azawajal. And that is establishing the attribute of highness, Allah being above. Allah Ta'ala being above, His Ulu, His Highness Subhanahu Ta'ala, above. And likewise, that which is uh, dealt with in this Makta, in this portion of this amazing uh, Aqidah compilation, is the affair of the Istiwa, His rising above the phone, and His rising Subhanahu Ta'ala. So these generally are the two 
main affairs that are dealt with in here. Insha'Allah, we'll deal with them ta'ala with the explanation of the ulama so we can further clarify and understand the correct aqidah and the correct creed as it relates to these uh, important points and these important uh, affairs and objectives of this lesson ta'ala. So, we deal with the first point in general and that is al-ulu and this al-ulu, yani Allah being above has uh, there are th- Generally, uh, the meaning of ulu, there are three general uh, meanings that uh, is uh, intended when we say al-ulu. The first is ulu al-qadr. Ulu al-qadr. The first is highness as relates to status. And that is anallaha azza wa jal azimun. Falaysa fawquhu azim. Wala yushbihu azim. وَأَنَّهُ أَزَوَجَلْ هُوَ الَّذِي لَهُ الْخَلْقُ وَالْأَمْرُ وَحْدَهُ كَمَا أَنَّ لَهُ الْعِبَادَةِ كَمَا أَنَّ لَهُ الْعِبَادَةُ وَحْدَهُ And that is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the Almighty. This is the Ulu. And there's nothing that is above Him in mightiness. And there's nothing in compar- that's comparable to Him in His mightiness subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for him is the creation and the command alone. And for him is worship. Yani he should be worshipped alone. This is a type of highness uh, as it relates to uh, status. And it's called in Arabic, Uluwul Qadri. Yani highness as it relates to status. The second, Al Qismu Athani, the second is Ulu. Al-Qahar. And that is the highness as relates to overwhelming all things. And being in, con- in control of all things. And that is Anna Allah Azza wa Jal Qahiru Jami'i Makhluqatihi Bisultanihi. He overwhelms all things, subhanahu wa ta'ala, with his authority. So you can say it's the highness as it relates to authority. And with this, the ulama of the sunnah, ahl sunnati wal jama'ah, they say, لا يقع في ملكه ما لا يريد. وعيضا يقولون, لا يقع في ملكه إلا ما يريد. And this is mentioned in Aqeedah al-Tahawiyah, and also in al-Wasitiyah, and Majmu' Fatawa, Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, rahimahullah ta'ala, that the ulama, they say, regarding this type of ulu, this highness, that لا يقع في ملكه ما لا يريد in his dominion subhanahu wa ta'ala nothing occurs that, that he didn't want to occur nothing happens that he didn't want it to happen لا يقع في ملكه إلا ما يريد nothing happens except that which he wants subhanahu wa ta'ala this is a type of highness and this is علو القهر authority highness as it relates to his authority subhanahu wa ta'ala so the first one is relating to his status, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the second is ulu al-qahr, and that is his authority of worming all things. Nothing happens except that he wants, and nothing that he doesn't want does not happen. And we've studied this previously as well. And the third, the qismu thalith, the third category, ulu al-that. And that is his highness as it relates to his essence, yani him being above. 
that, him being above. وهذا هو محل النزاع بيننا وبين المبتدعه. And this indeed is the 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 mode of contention. This is the mode of contention between us and the people of bid'ah, the people of innovation, and that is Allah being above. And this is the essence of this point here, ibadullah, my dear beloved brothers and sisters. That is the Allah subhanahu wa taala being above. The ulu of Allah, tabarakah wa taala, and this is the main area where the people of bid'ah they opposed the people of Sunnah and opposed the Book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This regard, groups such as the Jahmiya, who negate all of Allah's attributes, so they say Allah cannot be above, and the Mu'tazila, the Ashairah, all of them. The, the Jahmiya, the Ashairah, the Ash'aris, the Mu'tazila, the Maturidiya, all of them, all of these negators from the extreme negators of Allah's attributes, which are the Jahmiya, and to those who negate Allah's attributes but affirm his names, and that is the Mu'tazila and the Ashairah who negate Allah's actions, subhanahu ta'ala, all of them are in agreement in their opposition to the Sifatul Ulu, establishing that Allah ta'ala is high above. He is above. His Highness subhanahu ta'ala is above. His Ulu. They negate this. All of them, they agree in this regard. All of the people of Bid'ah who negate Allah's attributes, they agree in this regard. After this, point number two, we deal with that which these two Imams have alluded to as it relates to this affair. They said, كَمَا وَصَفَ نَفْسَهُ فِي كِتَابِهِ وَعَلَى لِسَانِ رَسُولِهِ as he, and regarding the ulu, regarding Allah being above, as he subhanahu wa ta'ala has described himself in his book, the Quran, and upon the tongue of the Messenger sallallahu Both a revelation, the Quran is a revelation, and the Sunnah is a revelation. He, Rasulullah, does not speak from his desires, but it is a revelation revealed to him. Here you see the Imams, they're mentioning that this is established in the Quran and the Sunnah. As he has described himself in his book and upon the tongue of his messenger, meaning upon, and this is established in the book of Allah and the Sunnah of the messenger. As it relates to the Quran, the proof is from that the statement of Allah Ta'ala. Do you feel comfortable or complacent regarding the one who is above the heavens? And this is in Surah Al-Mulk, verse number 16. That's a proof. Allah clearly mentions in the Quran that he's above. And likewise in Ali Imran, verse number 55, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yaqul, Ya Isa, 
He said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, Jesus, I will take you up. Rafi'uk, I'll take you up. And that is the proof that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is above. And we know also the, the qissa of the Isra wa Mi'raj, which we studied, Barakallahu Fikum, in Usulul Thalatha. And that is a proof as it relates to Allah being above. And likewise, the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wa huwa al-aliyul azim. And that's in Surah Al-Baqarah, verse number 255, as you know, in Ayatul Kursi, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, wa huwa al-aliyul azim. And he is the one that is above the all-high, subhanahu wa ta'ala, the high, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the azim, and the one that is mighty. Glorify the name of your Lord that is most high. And this in the Arabic language is clear. That it means that he is above. And it's clear in the Arabic language that that which is meant and, and, and comprised in this, these statements is that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his essence being above. Tabaraka wa ta'ala. And these are some examples from the book of Allah. As it relates to this affair. There are many verses that we will come across. When we're reciting the Quran. And reflecting and contemplating regarding the verses. That prove that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is above. And likewise in the sunnah. Of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Are evidences as it relates to. The ulu of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. And as it relates to the definition of the sunnah here. It's important for the talib ilm to know the definition of the sunnah according to the ulama of hadith. And the definition of a sunnah is ma udifa ila rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam min aqwalihi wa af'alihi wa taqriratihi. And that is the definition of sunnah or hadith, you can say, is that which has been ascribed to the messenger. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. From number one, his statements. Number two, his actions. And number three, his acknowledgements. Those things which occurred in his presence and he did not rebuke or reject them. He acknowledged. He was silent regarding it. So we know the aqwala statement of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We know about the ac- actions. What the Sahaba saw from the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And likewise we know from his acknowledgement, those things that he, Barakallahu Fikum, witnessed and he remained silent. So that which was done in his presence and he did not, Barakallahu Fikum, reject it. This is the definition of the Sunnah, Hadith. And the Ulu, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, being above is established in all of these three areas in the definition of al-hadith or what a hadith is. So the first is al-qawliya, a sunnah al-qawliya. And that is a sunnah regarding his speech. As we mentioned in the definition of hadith. And that is from the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which is... Uh, Barakallahu fikum in Bukhari and it's in Muslim. 
And that is that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yaqul Ala ta'manuni wa ana aminu man fis samaa when the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was given the was distributing the booty after the spoils of war, and he said regarding when somebody questioned his distribution of the spoils of war, the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said, Do you not trust me when I am the trusted one by the one above above the heavens? Yani, I am the trusted one by the one who is above the heavens. So he said, do you not trust me when the one above the heavens trusts me? Yani, Allah. So he stated, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in his statement here in this hadith, that Allah is above. And that's qawliya. And also, fi'liya. From his actions, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Sahaba saw from his actions the establishment of Allah Taala being above. And this is in a narration, again, in Sahih Muslim. And it's a hadith of Jabir ibn Abdullah. Radiyallahu anhumah. And that is that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the Hajjat al-Wada'ah, the, 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 the farewell sermon, he says, وَأَنْتُمْ تُسْأَلُونَ عَنِّي You will be asked regarding him. He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, فَمَا أَنْتُمْ قَائِلُونَ When you're asked regarding the Messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, what would you say? He was saying in his sermon, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Sahaba that says, قَالُوا They said, نَشْهَدُ أَنَّكَ قَدْ بَلَّكْتَ وَأَدَّيْتَ وَنَصَحْتَ We will attest, they said, that you have indeed transmitted that which was upon you. And fulfilled that which is upon you in the propagation, and you have advised. فَقَالَ بِإِسْبَعِهِ sababa. And then he, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he said with his finger, the pointy finger. He said, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, يَرْفَعَهِ لَسَمَاءَ. And then he pointed to the heavens. He pointed to the heavens, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and he was saying, Allahumma shahad. Allahumma shahad. Allahumma shahad. He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, O Allah, bear witness. O Allah, bear witness. O Allah, bear witness. Pointing to the above. So from his actions, the Sahaba radiallahu anhu established that he, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, is from his actions establishing the ulu. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala being above. And as for the taqririya, the sunnah taqririya, and that is those affairs that he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam acknowledged regarding the ulu. And this is mentioned barakallahu feekum in Sahih Muslim. In Sahih Muslim where he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was speaking to the slave girl. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said to her, Ain Allah, where is Allah? Qalat fissama. She said, Allah is above the heavens. Qala man ana, who am I? 
قالت أنت رسول الله so you are the messenger of Allah قال أعتقها فإنها مؤمنة in the long hadith the Prophet sallallahu asked her where is Allah and she said Allah is above the heavens who am I? he said you are the messenger of Allah then he sallallahu alayhi wa said free her because she is a believer طيب this is an acknowledgement of the Messenger Sallallahu Why is it an acknowledgement? Many benefits we can take from this hadith. But the main benefit that we can take from this Barakallahu Fikum, which is concerning us today, is that the Messenger Sallallahu after asking her where Allah is, and she said, above, the Messenger did not rebuke her. The Messenger did not say no. The Messenger acknowledged, he said, free her, because she is a believer. So, Number one, the messenger acknowledged that she, that what she said was correct by remaining silent. He did not rebuke her. وَلَا يَجُوزُ تَأْخِيرُ الْبَيَانِ عِنْدَ وَقْتِ الْهَاجَةِ قَائِدَ principle. As relates to commanding the good and forbidding the evil. As relates to the messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who transmitted and propagated that which Allah commanded him. And that is, it is not permissible to delay correction in the time of its need. It is not permissible to delay correction or forbidding an evil in the time when it's needed. Or clarifying at the time was needed. So if it was needed, clarification, when the slave girl said, Fissama, that Allah is above the heavens, if it was needed, clarification, he would have clarified. Because he is Ansah al-Khalq. He is the best advisor from the creation. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The one that the sahaba said, Nashhadu annaka qad ballagt wa addayta wa nasahd. We attest that you have indeed fulfilled that which is upon you in propagation. And you have advice. He would have said to her, no, but he didn't. He remained, bell, point number two. He affirmed, he said, fa'atiqha, a'atiqha, فَإِنَّهَا مُؤْمِنَةً Free her because she's a believer. So he even, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, due to her statement of ulu, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala above, established that she's a believer. So therefore it's from the characteristics of the believers for them to believe that Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala is above. Refutation, clear refutations against the people of Bid'ah. Now, so therefore we can say, in conclusion, that the definition of sunnah, the different types of sunnah of the Messenger has been established, or it is established in these three categories that Allah Taala is above. And that is qawliya, his statement, he mentioned it, action, he showed it, acknowledgement, he, he, it happened in his presence and he didn't rebuke it or cor- correct it, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is the established proof here, barakallahu fikum, from the sunnah as it relates to the ulu of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. And as for the istiwa, this is the next point here that the, the imam they mentioned regarding Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala in this barakallahu uh, fikum portion when they said Allah Arshihi that he's above his throne and they in here they're alluding to the 
affair of al-istiwa. And that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rising above his throne, sallallahu subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions this in various places in the Qur'an, seven places. It's mentioned that he mentions the affair of al-istiwa and him rising above the throne, subhanahu wa ta'ala. إِنَّ رَبَّكُمُ اللَّهُ الَّذِي خَلَقَ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ فِي سِتَّةِ أَيَّامٍ ثُمَّ اسْتَوَى عَلَى الْأَرْشِ Well, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, Verily your Lord, Allah, the one who created the heavens and the earth in six days, and then rose above his throne. So we have to, barakallahu feekum, have iman, that Allah rises above his throne. He's the sifat al-istiwa. The attribute, the action of Allah to barakallahu rise, and we have to have this in our iman. And this is the aqeed of Ahl sunnah And this is the aqeed of Ahl sunnah that the people of bid'ah they negate. And you can see the pattern here that all of the people of innovation, whatever name that they have, whatever group that they ascribe to, they oppose the book of Allah and the sunnah of the Messenger al-Nuqul. And then they take their intellect as precedence over the Quran, the revelation and the sunnah. But that's not what we do, Ya Ibadullah, the people of the Sunnah. We nestadil thumma na'taqid. We have the verses and the ayat and the proofs, and then we base our belief on these proofs. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Inna rabbakumullahu ladhi khalaqa samawati wal ardi fi sittati ayam, thumma stawa ala al-arsh. Your Lord is the one who cre- Allah is the one who created the heavens and the earth in six days, and then He rose above the throne. Surah Al-A'raf. For those who want to write that down, verse number fifty-four. So we have to barakallahu fikum, have this belief and this iman in the statements of Allah Taala as it relates to His ulu, as Him being above Subhanahu Taala in His essence, and likewise His action of rising. الرحمن على الأرش استوى الرحمن على الأرش استوى Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said the most الرحمن على الأرش استوى that the, the most uh, merciful rose above his throne الرحمن على الأرش استوى أي نعم clear verses Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned regarding him rising above his throne and him subhanahu wa ta'ala being above Bila kayf. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being above without asking how. Without asking how. We do not ask how. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us that which is sufficient for us as it relates to ilm and knowledge and that which we are supposed to know and that which we are supposed to believe in. Which is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said, وَلَا تَقْفُوا مَا لَيْسَ لَكَ بِهِ عِلْمٍ إِنَّ السَّمْعَ وَالْبَصَرَ وَالْفُؤَادَ كُلُّ أُولَٰئِكَ كَانَ عَنْهُ مَسْؤُولًا He says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and don't take a position or say that which you have no knowledge regarding. Because verily, the hearing, the, 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 the السَّمْعَ وَالْبَصَرَ your hearing and your sight, and that which is in your heart from your aqidah and your belief, كُلُّ أُولَٰئِكَ كَانَ عَنْهُ مَسْؤُولًا you be questioned regarding all this affair, that which you see, that which you say, that which you hear, that you're hearing, you're seeing, 
that which you believe, that which is in your heart. All of these affairs you'll be questioned regarding. So it has to be based upon the revelation. How we believe in Allah's person. We don't need to say how. Allah did not give us that affair. Allah did not give us that knowledge. So we stop where Allah Taala has given us regarding the ilm. In the Quran and in the Sunnah. And Allah did not tell us kaif how in the Quran. And Allah did not tell us how in the Sunnah. Which is why the Salaf were shadeed. And harsh regarding this affair. As you know in the Qissa and the, affair, the occurrence in Al-Madina. Regarding Imam Malik rahimullah ta'ala. When a man who was in the masjid. And he said when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. Ar-Rahman wa ala al-Arsh istawa. The most merciful rose above his throne. The man questioned. And said in the, in the dars. To Imam Malik. Kayfa istawa. How does he rise above his throne? And what was the answer of Imam Malik, rahimahullah ta'ala, Imam Dar Hijrah? He said, Al-istiwa, Al-istiwa ma'lumun, wa kayf majhulun, wa su'alu anhu bid'atun, wa la araka illa mubtadi'ah, fa akhrajahu min al-masjid. And that is that he said and responded to this individual that said and asked regarding Al-Istiwa, Allah rising above, how does Allah rise? He said, Al-Istiwa, rising, is known. Yani in the Arabic language. Allah mentioned it in the Quran, in the Lughat al-Arabiyyat Arabiyat al-Mubin. And he mentioned it in the Quran, subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the clear Arabic language. So it's ma'loom in, in the tongues of the Arabs that Allah mentioned and revealed the Quran in. وَكَيْفْ majhul, But ask him for how the mahi, the how, the mahi or the how Allah rises. This is indeed majhul. It has not been given to us. It's unknown. وَالسُؤَالُ عَنْهُ بِدْعَ And asking regarding how is an innovation. وَلَا أَرَاكَ إِلَى مُبْتَدِعَ I do not see you except that you are a person of bid'ah. And then he kicked him out of the masjid to be explicit. You could say, أَخْرَجُوا مِنَ الْمَسْجِدِ he, he took him and kicked him out of the masjid due to his trying to harm the people with this misconception and these doubts, putting the doubts in the minds of the people. So we stop where the nusus stops and the text stops. Al-Istawa is ma'loom. It's known. Allah said, Ar-Rahmanu al Allah mentioned in the Quran, it's known. The most merciful rose above his throne. But as for how is majhul, it's unknown. And asking how, in fact, is a bid'ah. Why is it a bid'ah? The Messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, didn't ask how, and neither did Abu Bakr, and neither did Umar, and neither did Uthman, wala Ali, radiyallahu anhum ajma'in, wala sahaba, radiyallahu anhum ajma'in. None of them, none of the companions asked, none of the salaf, tabi'in, wa adba tabi'in. It's indeed a bid'ah. It's an innovation that they have themselves introduced the people of Bid'ah because of the taqdeem and bringing as, uh, taking precedence their intellect, making their intellect take precedence. It has to be according to their intellect. And if it's not according to their intellect, they reject it, which is the fundamental reason all of the people of Bid'ah 
rejected the names of Allah and his sifat from those who rejected the names and those who rejected the sifats from the sifats that they rejected, the attributes of Allah that they rejected and rejected specifically here the sifatul ulu, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being above and likewise his istiwa, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rising above his throne. Hey now, they rejected it because they placed their intellect in the forefront and ignored the nuqul, the Quran and the sunnah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has indeed blessed the ummah with. Hey now. So this is the points that the shaykh, the two imams, the two shaykhs, two scholars of hadith, Abu Hatim al-Razi and Abu Zura mentioned regarding the affair of Al-Istiwa and likewise the Ulu, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being above. After this, my dear beloved brothers, <coughs> he mentions, they mentioned Kama wasafa bihi nafsahu as he has described himself, Allah ta'ala in the Quran and in, and in the Sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alaihi This is the principle that we take for all of Allah's names and His attributes. That we ascribe to Allah ta'ala, that which He ascribed for Himself in the Quran, and that is that which He ascribed for Himself revealed to Muhammad sallallahu alaihi in the Sunnah. Amen. We have iman in this, and we believe in this, and we establish this. We affirm that which Allah affirmed for Himself, subhanahu ta'ala. And then he brought the proof, which is an important proof, Ya Ibadullah. The statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, That nothing is comparable to him, and he is the all-hearing and all-seeing. The all-hearer and all-seer, subhanahu wa ta'ala. This verse, Ya Ibadullah, is an important verse. It refutes all of the people of Bid'ah. As it relates to the affair of Allah's names and attributes in general. And likewise here. Specifically as it relates to today's topic. And that is Allah being above. And also Allah rising above his throne. And that is that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala number one in this verse. Has negated that anything is comparable to him. Nothing is like unto him. So, when you affirm Allah's sifat, Allah's attributes, and you affirm that which Allah has affirmed for himself in the Quran and the Sunnah, the Messenger, وسلم, then know that you're affirming this with the principle that you're not affirming it and saying that Allah is comparable to his creation. You say none is comparable to him. We're believing in this based upon that. And Allah negated that any is. Anything is comparable to him. And then he affirmed, number two, well, and he is all hearing, all seeing. So he said nothing's comparable to him. And he still affirmed that he's all hearing and all seeing. So we affirm that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all hearing, all seeing. We affirm that Allah is above. We affirm that Allah speaks. We affirm. That Allah Taala has mercy and is all merciful, Subhanahu Wa Taala. But we also negate that anything is comparable to Him. So we affirm these attributes of Allah Taala according to His Majesty, how He Subhanahu Wa Taala has indeed informed us in the Quran and the Sunnah. This is the general refutation against all of them. And that is Allah negated anything being compared to him. So we're not making it comparable to the creation. 
But yet Allah affirms, so we affirm as well. We affirm that which Allah has affirmed. And he said that he's all hearer and he's all seer. We affirm that. We affirm that a qawlu fi sifat ka qawlu fi ba'din akhar. A qawlu fi asmaq ka qawlu fi sifat. A qawlu fi sifat ka qawlu fi ba'din akhar. Allah affirmed here he, he has an attribute of hearing and the attribute of seeing. So we affirm all of the attributes that he affirmed, subhanahu wa ta'ala. We affirm all of them. So Allah has brought here hearing and seeing as an example. Example of his names and his attributes. Because in that he's the all hearing with the attribute of 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 of, uh, of hearing. And he is the all seeing with the attribute of sight. According to his majesty, subhanahu wa ta'ala. We affirm this as he has affirmed it for himself, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as we affirm this, we affirm for all of the other sifat attributes when you're reading the Quran that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mentioned. And likewise the sunnah of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that have been mentioned regarding his sifat and more specifically here as we mentioned the sifat sifat al-ulu the attribute of him being above subhanahu wa ta'ala after this can we conclude with the affair of some of the misconceptions that the people of bidah have mentioned regarding the allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being above regarding allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being above and that is that they use as proof the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he said مَا يَكُونُ مِن نَجْوَةٍ ثَلَاثَةٍ إِلَّا هُوَ رَابِعُهُمْ وَلَا خَمْسَةٍ إِلَّا هُوَ سَادِسُهُمْ وَلَا أَدْنَى مِن ذَلِكَ وَلَا أَكْثَرَ إِلَّا هُوَ مَعَهُمْ أَيْنَ مَا كَانُوا and that is the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you see here in front of you. If you look in your screens, for those who are on Zoom. And that is that the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where he said that there is no private conversation of three except that he is the fourth. And nor is there one of five except that he is the sixth. And no less than that or more than that in number except that he is with them. Now, this statement here of Allah Taala, where He said He is with them, the people of Bid'ah from the Jahmiyyah, they say that this is a proof that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is everywhere. They don't say that Allah is above; they say He's everywhere. And Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah Taala, has refuted their misconception and this doubt that they have mentioned regarding them this affair. When Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala says, "Oh, and Allah is with you," they say that this shows that Allah is with us. Yadun Billah. They say that he is with us and Allah is everywhere. Which is why some people you say, where is Allah? They say Allah is everywhere. And they use as proof these uh, verses in opposition to the aqeed of Ahl sunnah that Allah is above. Allah is not everywhere. And they use this as a proof, misconception. But the verse, as, as is with all of the proofs, and take this as a principle, ya ibadullah, all of the ahadith, all of the ayat that the Ahl bidah they use, it's against them. For the one who studies these verses and the ones who studies these narrations, it's against them. Everything they use, it's against them. Which is, shows the importance of seeking ilm and going back to the books of the Salaf, the books on Aqidah, the books on Creed, to gain knowledge and love for Allah and increasing the love of Allah 
increasing the love of this beautiful religion and have this certainty that if anyone comes with any misconceptions, we have an answer to it. And from them is this misconception here. So you see here, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, so you see in this verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, he mentions, have you not considered that Allah, or do you not know that Allah knows that which is in the heavens and that which is in the earth? There isn't a private conversation of three, except that there is a fourth, up until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, he is with them. So they say he is with them means that he is everywhere. Imam Ahmed rahimahullah ta'ala refuted this. And then he said, which is mentioned in his Masail, regarding Aqeedah and the Creed, Imam Ahmed said, Allah bada'a bin ilm wa bil ilm. The verse began al-aya bil ilm. The verse began with knowledge. And the verse ended with knowledge. But the people of Bid'a, they ignored the beginning of the verse. And then they ignored the end of the verse. And just dealt with portion of the verse. He is with them. But Allah says what? Have you not considered that Allah knows ilm, knowledge? What is in the heavens and the earth? And then Allah mentioned details explaining that. And then at the end Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, if you look in your, the verse... In Surah Mujadal at the end, verse number 8, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ اللَّهَ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ عَلِيمٍ That verily Allah has knowledge of all things. He knows all things. So Allah began with knowledge and ended with knowledge, which is a proof that Allah is with them, yani with His knowledge. He knows all things. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Imam Ahmed, he refuted them and said, why have you ignored the beginning and ignored the end? Allah began with ilm and ended the verse with ilm. Look at the Quran, ya ibad Allah, my dear beloved brothers and sisters. The beauty of the Quran. The precision. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala began with ilm and ended with ilm. Alam tara anna Allah ya'lam. Inna Allah bikulli shayin alim. Aynam, refutation clear. So the proof that they use is a refutation against them. If we have the understanding of the Salaf and understanding of the Sunnah and the, and the way of the Salaf as it relates to this verse, it's a weapon for us against them. And another refutation against those who say that Allah is everywhere, Imam Ahmed rahimahullah ta'ala. Imam Ahmed mentioned and he said that basically by them saying that Allah is everywhere, it necessitates according to their filth, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is everywhere. So that means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is where? If you think of any disgusting place, I don't even want to say it. That which it necessitates from every disgusting place you can think of. From the stomachs of disgusting things. They'll say to you, no, 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 no. They contradict themselves. It necessitates that you're saying Allah is in these disgusting places. From any disgusting place you can think, wa'iyadhan billah. And Allah is above that, subhanah. Allah is above that. And likewise, he's imitating the way of the Nasara. He's imitating the way of the Christians that Allah had to come in the form of Jesus to come to the earth. 
Allah does not need that subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is aware of all things. Allah is aware of all things and he sees all things. Nothing is hidden from him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nothing is hidden from him subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's a, refutation of, a few refutations against the, uh, the people of Bid'ah from the Jahmiyyah and the branches of them who claim that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is everywhere. But rather, Allah has established that he is above. The second misconception is a verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in Surah Al-An'am. If you go to your Quran, when you can, Surah Al-An'am, verse number 3. And that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, وَهُوَ اللَّهُ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَفِي الْأَرْضِ And that is a statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, and he is Allah in the heavens and the earth. And this is in Surah Al-An'am, verse number 3. The sixth surah in the Quran, and the third verse of that surah, An'am. وَهُوَ اللَّهُ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَفِي الْأَرْضِ And he is Allah in the heavens and the earth. They say he is Allah in the heavens and the earth, meaning that he, uh, he is, subhanahu wa ta'ala, trying to say he is adjoined with the creation in the heavens and adjoined with the creation of the earth. So they're saying that Allah is with them, adjoined to them. Barakallahu feekum. And this is indeed false. Again, as we mentioned, the verses in the Quran that they use is against them. And the ulama have given the tafsir an explanation of this verse. And that is that we know that the meaning of Allah is ma'luh. It's ma'luh. And that is the one that is worshipped. Al-ma'bud. The one that is worshipped. Allah. The one that is worshipped, that deserves to be worshipped alone without any partners. So the verse actually means... وَهُوَ اللَّهِ يَعْنِي الْمَعْبُودِ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْمَعْبُودِ فِي الْأَرْضِ As is mentioned by Al-Imam Al-Sa'idi rahimahullah ta'ala in his tafsir. Meaning, translation being, that he is the one that is, Allah, the one that is worshipped in the heavens and the one that is worshipped, subhanahu ta'ala, in the earth, establishing his tawheed, subhanahu ta'ala. Aynam. So this is a refutation against them. And that is that the meaning is of, of the name of Allah. Allah is Al-Ma'luh. Come from the meaning that the one that is taken as a deity. The only one that deserves to be taken as a deity. And Al-Ma'bud. The only one that deserves to be worshipped. Alone without any partner. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Clear verses that we teach our children. Clear principles that we teach our children. And because of their fitrah. The natural disposition, they accept it. But the people of Bid'ah, from the Jahmiyyah, and the Sufis, the Asha'ira, from the Sufis as well, they are distanced from their fitrah, their natural disposition, and therefore they come with these erroneous and deviant understandings. There's many misconceptions that they bring. But this should, inshallah, encourage my dear beloved brothers and sisters to seek ilm and seek knowledge in order to Protect their iman, protect their aqidah and their belief. <clears throat> and with this we conclude with an important point. And that is that when we study the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or the statement of uh, the imams where they say, Ahata bi kulli shayin ilma, 
that his knowledge encompasses all things based upon the fact that he's above and his knowledge he's aware of all things through his knowledge subhanahu ta'ala or by his knowledge subhanahu ta'ala this should encourage us to have this watchfulness of Allah ta'ala muraqabah fearing Allah ta'ala and knowing that he subhanahu ta'ala is aware of all things and this is the fruits of, of al-aqidah and studying aqidah and it softens the heart that when a person the individual they are going through a trial and they have to make the choice to obey Allah or disobey Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. They know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, In Allah bi kulli shayna'ni. They know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that He is aware of all things. They know that Allah is aware of all things. That Allah is a Sami'ul Basir. That Allah ta'ala is all hearing, all seeing. So helps them to stay away from disobeying Allah and falling into haram and disobedience. This is from the fruits of our dars today, ya ibadullah. And that is that we establish our aqeed and our belief in the ulu of Allah and that He is aware of all things. And likewise, we use this in our ibadah and our worship and our daily activities where we have this muraqabah and this watchfulness that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of all things. And this shows you the beautiful effects of al-aqidah, al-sahihah, and the correct creed and belief. So we ask, us, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he makes us be from those who, are, who have taqwa and fear him subhanahu wa ta'ala and watchful as it relates to what we say and what we do and what we believe. We ask Allah to make us be from those and, and you meet ala al-islami wa sunnah that he, he, he takes our life when we're in a state of following and adhering fully to Islam and the Sunnah of the Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ameen. Hadha wallahu a'lam. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak. Ala nabiyyina Muhammadin wa ala alihi.